Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. Today, I have Randy Brew here with me today. He's got a team. He's an agent. He knows how to be successful. Randy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. I'm excited to, uh, to join in. Me too. And I like these kind of unscripted conversations. A lot of time people ask me, can you send me the questions you're going to ask? Because I have no freaking idea because there's this thing called systems theory where uh, when you and I come together and depending where I happen to be, where you happen to be, it's just a different connection and something organic and brilliant comes out of it. So tell me, Randy, what do you think uh, is needed to be successful? Well, uh, number one, I think it's important to come up with a plan, figure out what you want, come up with a strategy to get there and put in the hours and the time necessary to, to put yourself in the direction of where you want to go. So let's pause there just for a second. So you're Randy, you're a real estate agent, and then you decide this cockamamie idea, I'm going to build a team. And when you went to build a team, you probably had a vision of what you wanted to create that may have changed. But when you first decided to build a team, what was the vision of what you wanted to create? And let's kind of break that down and kind of learn leadership and success from your experience. So what did you want to build when you started the Absolutely. team? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I've been doing real estate for over 22 years here in New York City. For the first, I would say, 14 years of my career, I did not have a team. It was just myself pounding the pavement, working seven days a week, 12 hours a day. And when the when I first got my first team member, which was my assistant, it was just a way to delegate some, some responsibility right. so that I could focus on CEO tasks instead of, um, you know, tasks of just maintaining. Exactly. So once I had my assistant in place, I was able to take on more opportunities, take on more clients, buyers, sellers, renters, investors. I had a lot more time to work on my business and build my business. And then as the business grew, I brought on a couple agents to help with, um, again, saving time, allowing me to serve more clients and spend more um, meaningful time building my business and really focusing on my customers. Because the main thing for our team is we're really, really client focused. And we want to make sure that every single person that works with us is getting, you know, incredible customer service and time. So when I brought in my other two team members, it was really as a way of servicing my clients and, and helping more people, um, you know, realize their real estate goals. And so, you know, I have a vision of scaling my business and growing mm-hmm. even further. And it's impossible to scale your business, any business, just doing it on your own. You're, you're giving less time and less quality time to your clients. And, you know, they're not satisfied. And so how do I you know, give more time to my clients? How do I 
um, you know, help more people uh, find homes here in New York City, you know, I have to bring in more agents. So let's take a look. So I'm looking at your team. So take Haley. So what was an unexpected surprise when you brought Haley on board in terms of hidden skill set, hidden talent? Well, with Haley, Haley, um, she was recommended to me by a mutual friend. She had already been working at Corcoran, but she wanted to work under a seasoned agent. I've been doing real estate for a really long time. And she was coming from another Corcoran office. So she already had the Corcoran training under her belt, but she was, is still, you know, not, not, uh, old enough in the business that she's not willing to learn and take on new things. And so, you know, Haley was a newer agent. She's been a couple of years in the business. So she's still really hungry, ready to learn and, and ready to grow with the team. Brilliant. So uh, you said you brought an assistant on board. And one of the things I hear consistently from people that are really successful in this business is that I wish I would have brought an assistant on sooner. And that's their advice to uh, young up-and-comers. As soon as you can, get that. Don't think of it as an expense. Think of it as freedom to, like you said, CEO tasks are worth uh, $1,000 an hour and licking stamps is worth $10 an hour. How dare you steal from your company when you're doing $10 an hour tasks? You're stealing from the company. So would you agree? I I agree. I think that... um, I wish I brought along an assistant earlier. I think it could have scaled my business much quicker. At the same time, I think that um, many agents, you know, are are hesitant to invest in themselves. And I think investing in an assistant is the best investment that you can put into your business at first, because just scheduling appointments. If I'm taking around a buyer to new properties or a renter or scheduling my own appointments to meet with different sellers or different agents, that requires a huge time commitment. Okay, let's say I'm setting up seven appointments. You know, one person is free at 12, the other person's three at 12.30. You want the third person at one o'clock, but now they can only do 11.30. You have another appointment at 11.30, so now you have to ship the first person oh, later. Yeah. And it's and it's just so time consuming. So bringing along someone who can offload some of these admin tasks so that you could focus on you know, what you do best. And if that's working with sellers, working with buyers, you know, creating some amazing videos for your social media channels to create you know, a strong digital presence, which is extremely important in this day. You know, we delegate a lot. I have uh, an operations manager, who's also my executive assistant. I have two agents. I have a videographer. I have two different videographers. I have a social media manager. Um, you know, and then there's other ancillary job uh, positions that that we work with. I have a marketing assistant who then will hopefully become a marketing manager. So it's really, you know, you need to put together a great team in order to service your clients and help you grow your business. So. What uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here, but I'll keep counting and I'll help you fill some of these spots in. Yeah, sure. An agent that's been in the business for a while, five years, seven years, depending on who they happen to be, and they're deciding to build a team. What are the five pieces of advice you'd give them to make that transition from solo operator with, you know, some help to actually getting agents and building a team? So what's number number one one is you want to have 
first of all, get an assistant and then work with that assistant to create systems. You can't bring on other agents and grow your team without systems already in place. You don't want to think of these systems while there's already other agents there. Now, when I talk about systems, systems working with buyers, working with sellers, working with renters, investors, systems, how do we list a property? You need to have systems in, in place, you know, in order to bring people on. You don't, so the, the first thing I would say, you know, you want to hire a great assistant, come up, find someone who's reliable, who want, who's interested in operations. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to be a great leader. You want to be a great listener and communicator. You want, um, like I said, systems in place so that everybody has a foundation which to grow on. Hold that thought for a minute. So on the systems that you built, they have to be living and breathing documents. So as you move along, you find more efficient ways or there is just something that is fundamentally wrong that you didn't realize that the circumstances have changed. And so, yeah, so living and breathing documents that just get better and better as you go. And the only other thing I'd add to it is, especially if you're in a brokerage or even beyond, there's so many generous people in this uh, industry that we're in that you can go and ask someone else, what's your system? And they will be more than happy to share it with you. So don't be shy right. to, to beg, borrow, well, and steal. Things, yeah, one of the things that's really helped me when I started um, really growing is I've got a coach. I got a business nice. coach, a real estate business coach. And I work with Tom Ferry, who is, you know, I think the best. Never heard real of him. Just kidding. He's amazing. Yeah. He, he, he's fantastic. And, you know, he helped me come up with a business plan. Love so it. you want to come up with a business plan. We also have a um, flow chart of every single job and each responsibility. Of I love job. it. Well, hold so stuff right, right there. Yourself. Let me just give yeah. you a, a applause. Because getting a process and putting in a flow chart makes it easy for people to really understand how the whole thing works. So brilliant. Exactly. Exactly. So look. I've been doing this a long time and we've had some stops, steps Mm -hmm. forward, a few steps back, a few steps forward again. And, you know, there are some great agents who I've learned to model after. So, you know, it's, it's nobody wants to, or you shouldn't need to remake the wheel, you know, find a mentor, find someone who's doing what you want to be doing and, and create a mastermind group with that person. I'm working, I, I'm building a mastermind group right now with real estate agents all across the country that we could share ideas. You know, I always try to come from a place of abundance instead of scarcity. When you look out your window, any window in New York City, you're looking at hundreds of other windows. I would say like every four windows represents an apartment, every four to seven windows. There are a lot of apartments, co-ops, condos, a lot of townhouses. There's a lot of property in New York City. So I've always looked at things from how how can I help? When people ask me, I don't feel, certainly everybody wants a great listing. And if I'm walking into a listing pitch and I see another you know, agent coming out, you know, I feel a bit of a sense of competition because I think I'm the best agent for any listing and, you know, we'll, we'll do a great job and every good professional feels that way. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, there is a lot of business to be had. There's millions upon millions of people who are looking for places to live here in New York city and, you know, come from a place of abundance and offer help, advice, insight, if you can, because I'll tell you every single thing that you put out there comes back twofold. If you're looking, you know, looking at things from that perspective, I think. 
Absolutely. And I think uh, the thing added to that is, you know, if you're like, I'm going to help Randy out because the universe will give something back to me, not kosher. If it's like, uh, Randy needs help. I want to give him help. And then sometimes amazing things happen. It's just putting goodness out there, putting, putting, you know, Absolutely. Putting, putting your personality out there. And it's like, you know, it's not necessarily a quid pro quo. I'm not doing something for one person in order to get something in return. If you're a good salesperson, whether it's selling homes or selling, you know, rings, whatever it is, you should be a people person. People, people are the best salespeople because we like people. We like helping people. It's, it's in our DNA. And so, you know, if you're in it for, you know, the, everybody needs to have their why they need to have their big why. And, you know, my big why are my kids. I, I have pictures nice. of my kids right in front of my desk. I look at them and they're looking back at me and I'm feeling like, Ooh, I better do a good job for them today. But, I love that. Um, you know, everybody needs their own big why and, and come at, come at it from a place of gratitude and abundance. And I think that, that then you're going to be your authentic self. People are going to know that you are having their best interests rather than your best interests. And the universe just kind of will align in a, in a weird way. I don't mean to get too, you know, new agey, but it, it's just, that's well, the way I well, think let it me is. Get to a, uh, let me get new agey and tree huggy. Lately, I've been looking back at, you know, not my best moments in my life. And I look back and you know what caused that is I wasn't coming from a place of love. Mm -hmm. And when I look back at each one of those, and I think that's always a good default position is in this transaction with Randy, as I'm interviewing him, am I coming from a place of love? And if I was, then my goal is to make you look like a star baby. Yeah. Because you're a yeah. guest on my show. So my missus uh, would do this. Uh, when we got married, if you came to my house, Randy, my house is your house. Mikasa Sukasa. And it was such a cop out. And my wife's like, no, this isn't Randy's house. Randy <laughs> is a guest here and we need to make him feel special. Because what I was doing was, if you want a beer, get it yourself, is what I was really saying. And she's saying, no, right. we get a silver thing. We get Randy a beer. We make sure he's okay. And I think that's the lesson I'm learning is very much how you approach things. If you come from love and it just changes the way you show up. Yeah, your wife is a smart woman. And I'll tell you the same. So we have a we have a beautiful home up in the Catskills and we bring friends all the time. And it's very much like, hey, get what you want out of the fridge. Yeah. And my wife is like, no, these are our guests. You treat our neighbors me. in New York. <laughs> yeah. We see them all the time. They're here at the house. You get them a beer, you help them out, you know, make them feel special, or else they're not going to want to come back. And, and really, you know, honestly, I think that the world needs that, needs more of that. I think that the world needs more people to look at things from that, that perspective, to care for our fellow human beings, to go that extra mile and make everybody feel special. I mean, it's just that energy. The world needs more of it. Yeah. So I happened to be in Toronto today and about a month or so ago, Rogers Cable, which is like Comcast in Canada, they had a major outage on their internet. So I'm at Costco and I'm just getting a few essentials. And as I'm going up to the checkout counter, the lady behind me goes, do you have enough cash to pay for that? Remember, like all the credit card terminals are out. And I go, right. I don't have enough cash for that. She looks at what I'm buying, reaches in a wallet, gives me a $50 bill. Oh my gosh. Says, Here's my business card. Just pay it back when you get a chance. And wow. 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 It's like yeah. so generous. And by the way, you'd be surprised to know that this young lady is a realtor. 
Oh, wow. Well, there you go. Trusted me, not knowing me. And so that's the generosity that's out there. Yeah. And uh, just that one little tale helps a lot of people out go, oh my God, there's like amazing people out there. So Randy, tell me about somebody that helped you out. Might not have been in real estate, but in your life, somebody that might've come in just for a moment, just to lend a hand that uh, was meaningful for you. That's, that's an amazing question. And I, I'm going to ask just like for a moment to think of it. I mean, there's, there's so many people, there are so many people that, that have offered help and, and assistance. I mean, everyone from, you know, my, my wife heard her calf, like jumping up and catching a Frisbee, mm-hmm. ended up tearing her calf, just Eek. jumping two feet off the ground. And our entire community was bringing food over every single night for dinners for me and the kids and for my wife as well. Um, You know, it's, it's important to be part of a community that has each other's back. And that's one of the things I love about New York city. Um, You know, there's so many occasions, this is such a kind hearted city. I think we get a bad rap for being so, you know, brash (laughs) and aggressive, which is absolutely true as well. But the other side of that is the warm heartedness of this, of this city. You know, I remember during the blackout of 2012 or 2011, where similarly enough, the whole, everything was out. I remember there was a pioneer supermarket right down the street from my house and people were just taking just personal, like they were just taking personal checks and nobody takes personal checks anymore. People were directing traffic, helping one another, um, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't even be where I am today if it weren't for the kindness of so many people from from aunts, uncles, family members, neighbors. Um, you know, we have two kids, two little kids. One is age uh, six and one is age 10. And just, you know, when the chips are down, when someone's sick, when someone needs something, we're, we're all there for each other. And and it's impossible to pick out one one instance, you know, there's just so many instances. Absolutely. Yeah. So Randy, uh, before we part company today, two questions for you. One, what specific thing makes you happy? Spreading joy. And that's why I'm so proud, uh, appreciative of this conversation. You know, I love making videos and I love making fun, entertaining videos. One thing that I think differentiates myself from, you know, others in this business is that we do these incredibly creative, almost little short films. I love New York city. I feel like I'm an ambassador of New York city. And so during the pandemic, uh, I started making films, highlighting businesses in the communities that I represent anything from pizza places to live venues to, to all sorts of things. And this morning I was at the gym and someone who follows me on Instagram wrote like, did you hear blah, 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 some horrible thing that happened in the news today. Maybe you should talk about that instead of pizza places. Literally, this was when I was working out. They were like, did you hear some terrible thing? I'm not going to say what it is happened. Maybe you should address that rather than talking about pizza places. And I was like, look, I, my job is, uh, you know, online is to make people smile and to spread joy. And you know what? I don't get political. I don't get, you know, I just want to make people smile and make people happy. And that permeates through my business, through the relationships that I have in life and is just me as a person. And so 
that makes me happy when I can make other people happy. And I'll tell you, I could do some big deal. You know what? At the end of the day, if my client isn't happy, it doesn't matter how much I made of my commission because I feel like it's a loss. Yeah, I want sure. to. I want to help people achieve their goals, and I want people to be happy and to be satisfied and to help them be successful. And if I don't get that emotional, you know, uh, feeling, then then I don't feel it was a successful transaction. Whether whether or not we sold it for whatever record that we may have broken, yeah. Love that. What is one piece of advice you'd give people, a mind hack that would allow them to be more productive, happier, sexier, sleep better? What's that one? You know what? This is one thing that I started doing recently and Mm -hmm. has had a tremendous effect is time blocking. I've always been, you know, not great at managing my time, but in the last, I would say couple months, I've really committed to blocking out my time, setting family time aside, putting it in my schedule. Everything is in my schedule. I'm waking up. I'm, I'm, I have now woken up. I wake up at 5 a.m. I take some time to meditate. I take some time to read something that nourishes my soul or my mind. I go to work out. All of that's in my schedule. The time I take a shower and get ready for work, that's in my schedule. Going to work. You know, everything is in my schedule. And you know what? If you're not controlling your day, then your day is controlling you. And it has really taken a weight off of my shoulders, stress off of my shoulders, and really allowed me to accomplish more and get in more time with my family and for myself. So, Randy, you may find this hard to believe, but uh, I have lost money in the past. But you know what? I can always get more money and make it better. You lose time. That's gone, baby. Yep. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. There is no guarantee that tomorrow will be here. And you know what? I, I, I'm turning 52 in a few weeks. Oh, by the and, way, you don't look a day over 50. Oh, thanks. But, you know, I, for me, like once I hit those, that 50 time, whether you can call it a midlife crisis or whatever, time becomes much more in your forefront, in, in, oh, yeah. you know, in front of mind. And so, you know, how do you want, uh, how do I want my kids to remember me? How do I want my friends to remember me? How do I want to remember me? When you're, when you're looking back on your life, you want to make sure that you've had a positive impact on this planet, on, on the people that you love and on the people that you don't love. And, you know, you only have one shot and like, you know, so, so, so. Being positive, spreading goodness, positivity, happiness, and joy. That's my mantra. We are kindred spirits, my Randy. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on the show. Really, really enjoyed our conversation. And I'm looking forward to our next. I can't wait as well. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results. 